Hi everyone, welcome back to episode 19 of the Simply One Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we have the show for you. And uh, this week we went and saw Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, mm-hmm. We do also have to catch up on some news from last week's shorter episode, plus whatever we have from this week. So we've yes. got a little bit of like Catching a Marvel-heavy news week, honestly, between our review and then just what's in the news cycle. There's quite mm-hmm. a bit of Marvel stuff. So That's right. <laughs> Apologies. We are not, we're not in the pocket of big Disney, but I'm not yeah, just sucking their dick right now. <laughs> just call us both Bob, you know, because <laughs> that's all we'd be doing is bobbing. That's right. Uh, now, so I, I just got to get this out of the way up front here. I uh, brief story about my my wife's uh, late grandfather. And, I, and when I say late, I mean, he passed away before I was dating her. Hmm. But uh, this does relate back. Apparently, when she was little, they used to go to the dog races and uh, you know bet on bet on the dogs and stuff. And uh, he told her that she needed to watch. I believe it was dogs because I, I I don't think it was horses, but basically to look for the one that took a shit, and that's one that we're gonna that's the one that we're gonna bet on because he's feeling the best, you know. Mm-hmm. He's he's feeling light. He's good. He's spry. And so she'd go down there and she'd watch and she'd be like, "That's the one, number twenty-two. He just took a deuce, you know." I'm like, bingo, let's put the money on. And then they do pretty well. And it was a pretty reliable metric. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that rings true because I just took a magnificent shit. Mm-hmm. And if it's true, this is going to be a banger. This one, it's going to fucking is it. This is This is money. Yeah. This is the one that gets us on fucking the Today Show. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. It's going to be like, this just in. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, it turns into Have a triple these homicide. Two <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen these two men? Have you seen this man? <laughs> no, I do have a lot of Marvel news. You want to hear about it? Mm-hmm. I was waiting to just say no. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm like, all right, well, thank you guys for listening. Now, so uh, fucking Taron Edgerton, you know him by name? Nope. Nope. All right. He was Rocket Man. He was in the Kingsman. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know you guys, yeah. All right. Uh, he said that he's straight up, he like he's met with Marvel, including Kevin Feige. Word. Yeah. And then some more Marvel. We got... Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are both going to appear in the Echo series. Charlie Cox? I did. Are you excited because it's Charlie Cox or because I said Cox? Because it's Charlie Cox. That's what I thought. Captain America 4 has a director. Okay. Uh, Steven Yeun was cast in uh, Bong Joon-ho's new movie, which Bong Joon-ho is who did Parasite. Uh Uh, Top Gun 3 might be happening? No, I don't think that needs to happen. I... We're not here to debate it. I was just telling you. And then uh, we got a release date for God of War Ragnarok. Oh. Yeah. Yes, please. Please give it to me. And, and I didn't write it in here, but since you expressed interest yesterday, I also want to mention that uh, we got a trailer for a new movie called Amsterdam that looks yeah. pretty, pretty good. We both were like, oh, I think I want to see that movie. Welcome back to Gas or Pass. Gas. Gas. We just won't talk about the fact that David o. Russell is probably an abuser. But <laughs> what the director is... Apparently not cool. Oh, word. Yeah, but if he makes bangers, you can try and separate the art from the man, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're ready like to Michael talk Jackson, about... yeah. <laughs> no, no, nope. no, nope. There's certain things that you cannot look past. 
Allegedly. <laughs> I don't think he was convicted for any of them. <laughs> but you know what was he, he was convicted. You know what he was convicted for? Making sick ass music. Bangers. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty. Oh man. You wanna talk about news? Uh yeah, lay it on me. Alright, so like I said, Taryn Edgerton, he talked to the New York Times because he's got an Apple Plus or Apple TV Plus series coming out called something. I didn't write it down because mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't that interested. But I was interested in what he had to say about Marvel. Yeah, lay it on me. So they, so they asked him, because there's been like this fan casting since like early 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they, or I guess end of 2019 when it was kind of announced that the mutants were going to be coming to the MCU in some form. Sure. Uh, so fan castings have been like, let's get Taron Edgerton as like the new young Wolverine maybe. You know, he's he's kind of uh, short. He could go scruffy. You know, he could whatever, right? I saw, and I'm not sure how true it is because I saw it on the internet. But word on the street, Hugh Jackman tweeted saying that he, I think, is making like an appearance. Word on the street is Hugh Jackman hung like a fucking pony. Yeah, he's he's hanging. <laughs> he's hacking, hacking, and slacking. Uh, no, so dead ass though, <laughs> as the kids be saying. Yeah, yeah. So they so they asked him, yo, what's the story with you and Marvel? And he said that actually he has met with them, including Kevin Feige and several other of the higher ups at Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't disclose what exactly they spoke about, but sure. they did, you know, kind of pry and ask him, well, you know, everybody wants you to be Wolverine. What's you know? And he basically said something to the effect of, uh, I'd be excited, but I'd be apprehensive as well. I say to the effect of it's a quote. He said, I'd be excited, but I'd be uh, apprehensive as well, because Hugh is so associated with that role that I'd wonder if it'd be very difficult for someone else to do it, uh, adding, but hopefully if it does come around, they'll give me a shot. So the first time that he kind of talked about this back in 2019, he was really, like, dismissive, I guess. He was kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, I, I, I haven't heard anything, nothing like that on my plate, you know, mm-hmm. right? But now that they're asking about it after he's met with them, he's kind of like, oh, maybe they'll give me a shot at it. Yeah, Which maybe makes me they'll... think that maybe it's more likely. That might have been one of the things they discussed. I mean, but yeah, I also, hopefully. I, I wonder if maybe, because apparently there were quite a few people um, that they'd kind of, like characters, that they'd considered throwing in um, Doctor Strange. So mm-hmm. I wonder if maybe with them having that version of um, uh, Professor Xavier, they were like, what if they were going to cast him as Wolverine? And then they just didn't go forward, and that's what they'd met about, you know what I mean? What if Professor Xavier had sick fucking rims dude did you see the fucking edit that somebody did yeah <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's, like he's, he's fucking grinding, grinding. <laughs> yeah. yeah grinding the rail in his fucking hover yeah. chair yeah and then he goes spinning out ah. <laughs> i was like ah it's classic and it's actually a pretty decent edit like yeah it's like not bad uh but yeah so i think that'd be kind of cool I, I don't know if how close we are to like a full-on x-men right because mm-hmm. i think that's a lot of characters to introduce but maybe you start drip feeding individual mutants and then you kind of go, oh, by the way, you know, they all make mention of like the mansion or the school or whatever. Right. And then eventually you show us that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be cool. I agree. I yeah. think that'd be uh, interesting because I do like the mutants and then hopefully Deadpool could make an appearance. But I don't I know. know. I mean, Deadpool three is is in the MCU. So it's uh, just him like hardcore. Just getting it on. Well, you figure the first Deadpool, there's like With. the sex montage at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going to be that, except it's going to be uh, Deadpool Korg. and then Korg. Yeah. yeah Took the words just, right out of my mouth. Yeah. Just bumping boulders. Or uh, 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 was it Meek? <laughs> Meek? Yeah, the little like crab guy. 
Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, multiple sources, including Variety, Deadline. Now, this news bit actually has quite a personal connection to me and inadvertently you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so stick with me. Oh, we're I'm gonna sticking. accidentally. I say accidentally. I'm, we're gonna I'm inadvertently like call three, ourselves out. I'm sticking like three week old cheese on a window. Ew, I was gonna like say that's... sticking like a nutsack on a sweaty day, you know? <laughs> that's sticky. That's sticking. That is sticking. No, so multiple sources, including Variety, Deadline, and The Hollywood Reporter, are saying that Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio will appear in the Echo series on Disney Plus, reprising their roles as Daredevil and Kingpin, respectively, right? Mm-hmm. Now, reportedly, Matt Murdock will be looking for, quote, an ally. And here's the connection to us, okay? According to the Weekly Planet Podcasts, hot scoop or shot of poop segment. Okay, uh, that ally is none other than Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones. <gasps> now, I say that's a personal connection. The Weekly Planet podcast is actually the podcast that inspired me to go, you know what, I could probably do that, right? And uh, I would like to take up arms. Uh, oh, oh my God. Siri is listening. Did you hear that? No. Oh, okay, my phone didn't pick it up. Or my no, like I heard it, it but I, I didn't hear what it was saying. <laughs> It started to play the Weekly Planet podcast. <laughs> oh, God. No, uh, no, uh, the Weekly Planet podcast, uh, I would like to take up arms uh, for them because they have a segment, semi-recurring, called the Hot Scoop or Shot of Poop segment, where the premise is they get a hot scoop. And if it's true, cool. If it's not true, one of the hosts has to do a shot of poop is like the joke, right? Okay. Well, they've actually had some pretty reliable uh, stuff in the past, like... They, they were correct that uh, in Thor Ragnarok, you would see, like, Matt Damon and, I can't think of his name, the other, <laughs> Chad Hemsworth, whatever his name is, right? Mm-hmm. As Thor and Loki, as, and, like, they were able to tell us what the scene looked like, right, from their source. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and apparently, a, that similar source uh, is who's telling them that, yeah, Kristen Ritter will be Jessica Jones, and that's who uh, Charlie Cox is looking for. But they also have... Uh, the source for telling them that they have some limited plot details, such as the fact that Wilson Fisk will be running for mayor and wearing an eye patch after being shot in the face by Echo at the end of Hawkeye. Uh, and the source was also able to state that Fisk would appear in four episodes and Murdoch would be in three, uh, with the series running uh, presumably six episodes. So they'll play a pretty major part, it sounds like. Good. Then they need to continue the spinoff with Daredevil. Right. Right, which is probably the idea, right? That, you know, here's how we kind of reintroduce them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, within this context. But no, I did mention that I wanted to take up arms. They expressly state, the Weekly Planet podcast does, yes. that their hot scoop or shot of poop segment is allowed to be credited by other publications, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Hollywood Reporter, Deadline Variety, right? Hollywood Reporter is the only one that quoted uh, the Weekly Planet podcast. And the caveat that they put on it is you have to say that it was from the hot scoop or shot of poop segment you can't just say it was from the weekly planet podcast uh hollywood reporter did not do that wow so but i made sure to do it so wait what is what are they gonna do i'm probably nothing it's just a just a bit you know funny um you mentioned the hollywood reporter because i saw something the other day let me pull it back up yeah yeah there it is. Yeah, but no, but no if you go listen, if you go listen to the Weekly Planet podcast, which I mean, take it or leave it, right? It is actually a good podcast. I'm not trying to plug them, but it's basically us, but more Australian and more seasoned. I um, yeah, right here on Hollywood Reporter, mm-hmm. it does indeed say you can 
It looks like here it's at www.hollywoodreporter.com slash TV slash news. Um, it, it says Simply Whelmed podcast hitting number one charts. <laughs> so better than the other podcast that you mentioned. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. just thinking about that side. Yeah, and I just pulled it up right there. <laughs> I, I definitely thought you were building up to like a Bofa or a Sugma. No, no, no. I'm just uh, spitting facts here. So Just straight. Straight facts, no printer. Straight facts, yeah. Well, bingo right there. But no, so if that's true, which I think there's enough detail there that I I think it sounds... You know, it's not like a vague statement. It's like, you know, Fisk is going to be in four episodes. Murdoch will be in three. He's looking, you know, Fisk is running for mayor, going to be wearing an eye patch. You know, it's very specific details. Mm-hmm. That makes me go, yeah, that's, that's probably accurate. Yeah. So that's kind of kind of dope. I, I do... I'm craving a little bit more interconnectivity. Yes. In Marvel right now, which I think we'll get to. But uh, so I, I like the sounds of that. And like you said, they can run that into the Daredevil series or if they give him a movie. Well, we talked about that. He's going to get a series. But if he ends up in the movies as well, um, that'd be kind of nice to see that. that noise, 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 noise. And then that gives us Jessica Jones coming back, which I enjoyed, especially her first season, I think was really strong. But uh, I say bring all of them back except for Iron Fist. Just don't mention him. He didn't exist. Mm-mm. Who? Huh? Hmm. Huh? Who? Hmm? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Iron Fist, see more like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Iron Fist, more like, fuck off, loser. Julius <laughs> Ona. <laughs> uh, Julius Ona, director of The Cloverfield Paradox and a film called Loose, or maybe Luce. It's mm-hmm. L-U-C-E. Uh, has been set to direct Captain America 4, starring Anthony Mackie in the title role. Obviously, following the events of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, which you know is about Bucky Barnes and Sam Wilson trying to figure out who's going to be, you know, what, what's what's it, what's the world look like with not having Steve Rogers there as Captain America, right? And they called me that, and asked if I wanted to be in that, but I said no because I'm doing the you podcast. Said, you said I'm busy. Yeah, it's like sorry, I'm booked. Like lose my lose my number. Yeah, um, don't <laughs> don't get a hold of me anymore. Like yeah, the, don't don't contact me anymore. I'll have my lawyers get in touch with yours. Uh, so no, this movie is likely to show us like Sam kind of come into his own as he really accepts the Captain America title. Um, and there's no official title or release date known yet, but with Marvel returning to Comic-Con later this month, actually, I think we're probably likely to get some of that info. That's right. And get a better idea of, of what, what that movie's going to be about or like. Because also we don't know anything other than the fact that it's a Captain America movie and Sam Wilson is Captain America now. And beyond That's that, right. there's really nothing nothing known. Um, did you get to finish that that one, Captain America or uh, Falcon? Oh yeah, Soldier? oh yeah. I thought so, but I didn't want to. The only one speak. I did not finish was Hawkeye, and you just spoiled it. I mean, I had already spoiled it for you. Not, not Wilson Fisk getting shot in the eye. Mm. Yeah, that I didn't know about. Ah, I think I did in the episode where we uh, had to re-record at like six a.m., which is probably why you don't remember because it was like six thirty in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. not gonna disagree with you there. Yeah. Let's see here. Moving on along here. Yeah, so that's actually yes for that's this for that's it for Marvel as far as the news goes. Because now we're going to talk about uh, Bong Joon Ho casting Stephen Yun alongside yeah. Robert Pattinson for his upcoming sci-fi Ooh, okay. thriller. Yeah. And so Warner Brothers is producing the uh, the movie, which is untitled right now, but it's an adaptation of a book called Mickey Seven, and it's kind of that. weirdly. <laughs> that was that was me. Yeah. That was uh, yeah. I wasn't really ready to talk about it, but 
Yeah, yeah. So Mickey seven is all one word. Well, just like it almost looks like somebody's password. You know what I mean? Hmm. Uh, but the story follows an employee called an expendable on a human expedition to colonize an ice planet named Nilfheim. Uh, and so the expendable refuses to allow his clone replacement named Mickey eight to take his place. Uh, and, and that's really the, the rough plot of the, the book. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we don't really know how close the source material, uh, Bong Joon-ho is going to stick. But we do know that, like, it's got a pretty stacked cast. I was reading up on it, and it's got Mark Ruffalo, uh, obviously, you know, Hulk and all that good stuff. Uh, Tony Collette, like, from Hereditary. Like, oh, shit. And then... uh, (laughs) And she's also freaking hilarious in um, (laughs) Knives Out. She's the the sister-in-law who's got... Oh, yes. (laughs) Basically, she's making fun of Goop by Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) Uh, and then Naomi Aki, who was uh, Janna, the like ex stormtrooper from Episode Nine, who yeah. like rides the horse beast. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's a pretty decent cast to then add Stephen Young, yeah. who's been on a, a streak. solid names. Yeah, yeah, yeah Stephen Young, streak. he's he's been killing it lately. Invincible. He's, he's, yeah, he was an Invincible. Uh, he's gonna be oh, a nope. Yeah, and I'm trying to think. Oh my god, I just lost the name. I want to say it's Nori, but I don't think that's it. Um, he, he was actually nominated for an Oscar. Let me, uh, uh, Steven Yun Oscar nomination. Let's see this shit right here. What was that fucking movie called right here? Let me see. Yeah, what was it called? Oh, you, you better, uh, there's dogs, I swear to God. Minari yeah, is what it was called. So it looks like your little helpers are there. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I swear to God, I'll let the, I'll open the back gate and just forget about them. <laughs> Whoa. No, no, I couldn't do that. I honestly, like, I would die for these animals, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> take me, not them. Uh, but yeah, so that's a pretty stacked cast, and I'm I'm liking it. And like we were saying, you know, you got mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson, who's, you know, he does some weird shit, but there, it's always good, I think. He's always good in it. Lighthouse uh, was gas to me. Like, yeah. That was very uh, good then, to me. Yeah, so I think I like the idea of them being kind of the leads, and like we said, Mark Ruffalo, bangers. Like, I mean, he kind of gets stuck in, like, thinking about him playing the Hulk. But, like, he was in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, that's my first thing, is when I think yeah. about him. He was in Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, fucking Spotlight. So, I mean, he's actually, like... <laughs> he's a really good actor. He's a really good actor. And same with Tony Collette. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, really high-tier actors. And, obviously, Bong Joon-ho was the first, like, non... Uh, I-, I think he was the first Asian uh, director to win a- the Best Picture. Okay, because uh, Parasite was the first non-English film, non-English speaking film to to win the Best Picture. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think he's on a he's on a roll. So yeah. keep it going, baby. Yeah, I'd like. To, I'm I'm interested to see what that what that ends up being. Uh, and then let's see. Miles Teller talked to Entertainment Tonight uh, and said that he and Tom Cruise have already had discussions about the possible future of the Top Gun franchise, uh, following obviously the massive critical and mostly commercial success of uh, Maverick. Where it's just for some reason just crushing numbers. Yeah, no, I I think if they make a third one, it'll quickly become a meme. Everyone's gonna dog on it like they did Morbius, and then it's gonna be forgotten. I don't think so, dude. I don't know if I listen. If I know anything, and I don't know a lot, that's true. I know that when memes die, they die hard, right? Morbius, it had a good meme, but it's starting to die, and it's gonna die oh, it's hard. Not star- it, it's not starting to die. It just doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. Like, what is Morbius? Like, I don't know. There's a movie Mor- called Morbius? Morbius. What are you? What? <laughs> what is? Like, I don't. Uh, I don't know what that is. Morbius? Is that? 
Morbius. I don't. I don't know. See, exactly. That, that's my point. I'm trying to see how this connects to Maverick. Because also, Morbius was bad off rip. Maverick was a banger. Right. Maverick was really good. But I feel like, man, if they're just going for another one. Another one. Just, another one. It's just not going to be good. Dude, that fucking video of DJ Khaled playing the fucking guitar. <laughs> yeah, it was just god awful. It's like a four-year-old. Just bang, 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 bang. Oh, man. We don't uh, know music. <laughs> no, so he, uh, he, whoop, steady. Miles Teller uh, expressed his openness and kind of excitement about the idea, but he did reaffirm that the decision would obviously ultimately end up being Tom Cruise's, who was apparently initially hesitant to even go forward with Maverick. And so the, the quote from Teller was like, that would be great and all, but it's all up to TC. It's all up to Tom. I like the fact that Miles Teller is at a spot where he can call Tom Cruise TC. Yeah, it's all up to TC. You know? TC. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> And then, obviously, lastly, the one that I wanted to close off on here, God of War Ragnarok hit us oh. with a very brief but action-packed CG trailer that ended with a glimpse of Fenrir, the fucking horse, or the wolf, I mean, mm-hmm. who, it, without getting into details, is also a son of Loki somehow. Uh, but in Norse mythology, apparently Fenrir is who ultimately does kill Odin during the events of Ragnarok, like the apocalypse. That's right. So, Maybe you get a little hint at what's going on there. But also the, the major bit was that we got an official release date at the end of November 9th, 2022. Which is... That's this fucking year, I'm, baby. I'm expecting it to be pushed out to Christmas. Maybe the new year. Just Sorry, the way I'm the game's it. been coming out lately. Uh, yeah, I got a feeling it's going to be pushed out to either December or beginning of next year. <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth. No, I'm just being real. Shut your whore mouth. Sorry. That's what I do around here is I keep it real. I I don't lie. <laughs> I ain't, oh man, I don't know how long we've been recording, but I did not start my timer. Oh, 25 minutes ago, so we'll be all right. Bingo. All righty, baby girl, you want to talk about Thor: Love and Thunder? <clears throat> well, I want to talk about my experience first. Oh yeah, let's get the fucking <laughs> pity party out of the way here. <laughs> so, everybody, get your fucking tissues ready. That's right. That's right. The tearjerker. So I fucking I pull up right. And I got in and I just got off work and I'm a, I, a white collar, you know, like I, uh, I wear a button up. So I walk in and a kid comes up to me right off the well, rip. You got you to you set the stage. Were you alone? Yeah, but that's not relevant. Oh yeah, it is. Anyways, um, some kid comes up to me and goes, are you here to see the minion movie? Because I was all dressed up and I was like, no, no, Fuck I'm off, not. <laughs> yeah, basically I was like, no, I'm not like, see ya. And then, um. He just pulls a so banana no- out of his ass and starts reeing at you. <laughs> so, no, I, but I go up to the counter and I'm like, you know, I, I'm not too hungry. So let me just get my peanut M&Ms and let me get a let me get a large drink. And this man pulls out just the like, I feel like they get bigger every time I see him. <laughs> well, no, you said he asked if you wanted an extra large. Oh, yeah. He was like, yeah, like for extra 38 cents. Do you want an extra large? And I was like, does the Pope shit in his hat? Yeah. yeah like run yeah, it like, yeah, yeah. So he hands this to me, and I'm like, Christ, this is popcorn. Like, this is, he did not mean to give this to me. <laughs> He's making rules up. Right, and so like I go take it, doesn't and I, exist. I fill it ha- a quarter of the way with ice, and then I fill the rest with Diet Coke, take my uh, peanut M&Ms, and I walk to the theater, I sit down. Do they even have lids? Like, do they have a lid that fits it? They had a lid that fit. I made sure to, like, rip mine up before I threw it away, so no seagulls get caught in it. <laughs> Shit, dude, that thing was huge. Fucking turtles are going to think they're jellyfish swimming say, in the ocean. Just a sea turtle fucking gets tangled up in it. Yeah. But so 
you know, I'm watching everything. The second those trailer hits, I just start like down half this thing, put it down, and I'm just. Ugh. Ugh. And it's this movie's like a two-hour movie, and uh, halfway through, it's so an hour in. I mean, I am dripping in sweat. I'm like, I'm not joking. I am head to toe sweating, legs crossed, holding my dick, just. <sighs> I'm not gonna make it, and so I'm, I'm just, but I'm like, you know what? I have to finish this because you know I don't, I really don't want to miss anything in this. Also, didn't you say you were like the center of the row? I was in the center of the room. So right? yeah, you're not getting out. Right. And uh, and then the guy next to me leans over and goes, are you okay, man? And I straight up was like, don't talk to me. And, <laughs> like, just because I'll break concentration and then I'll actually piss myself. So he kind of leans back and I'm finishing this and I push it through. I made it, right? And I know that there was one, uh, you know, as all Marvel movies are, there's that after credit scene. Like, like a mid-credit, yeah. Yeah, so I, I only thought that there was one, so I watched the first one, Rookie and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, thank God. So I start to get up, and that same guy leans in, and he's just trying to be a nice guy, right? But fuck yeah. him. And he goes, hey, I'm not sure if you're... You. Yeah, he's like, I'm not sure if you're a big fan of Marvel, but I did hear that there was a second second scene, or uh, end credit scene. And I just turn around with the biggest fucking scowl on my face, like, and just looking at him. I'm sitting back in my seat, muttering under my breath, "God damn motherfucker, you fucking shit!" <laughs> and so I fucking and finished the credit or the yeah the the scene. And then, like I said, I was in the middle of the row. I was the first one out. I shoulder checked someone, like walking. I was like, "Move, bitch!" <laughs> you know, like, push him out of the way. And I'm beelining it down these stairs. But I paid thirty eight extra cents for that drink, so you know I'm finishing it before I leave that theater. Well, see, if so you strategized, you could have finished the drink and then just pissed in it while you sat there. Now, I thought about it, but it was a pretty cramped theater. <clears throat> but no, see, I fucking, that's not even it. I beeline, right? I'm booking it to the uh, the restroom. The little boys' Un- room. The little boys' room. And unbeknownst to me, there's two guys mopping the floor right in front of it. And I was like, no way. And so I walk like- up and I'm like, I'm like, hey, boss, are these things open? And he goes, yeah, just be careful. I mopped and I started walking. I mean, I started running. And I damn near ate shit. I mean, I slipped and I thankfully caught myself. Then I went up to the first urinal I saw, and it was one of those ones that were real short for the kids. Like, that, like the kids' urinal, yeah? Yeah, and I, I didn't even care. Like, I just dropped trow and fucking slapped my hand on the wall. And, like, un- like unintentionally, I moaned. And I was just, just- oh. <laughs> uh, uh. oh. <laughs> I put, like, <laughs> I put both hands up on the wall, and I'm just head back and i'm just yeah oh just, you know you're basically 360 Oof. no scoping you know no. Yeah, hands, hands off whatever happens happens i'm crying yeah. <laughs> you should have gone you should have gone like full kindergarten and just taken your pants under all the way down to the ankles <laughs> just all the way down it was so slippery they would have gotten wet just all the way to the ankles just a hairy ass out. Oh, oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> but I did, Thank dude. God. That was yeah. That was a rough go, man. I don't think I can. I'm gonna go back in there for the next movie, and because uh, typically, you know, whenever we <laughs> a, fucking, a fucking fly just flew at my face and scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. <sighs> Startled me. But yeah, that was my experience. There you go. Well, I guess get good. Like I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Also, I'm a little peeved because we saw the movie like 
my wife and I saw the movie like literally less than 48 hours prior to your viewing, and uh, we did not get offered the extra large. So this is horseshit. Yeah. At the same theater, mind you. Yeah, because yeah, because we typically go. And what I was gonna say is, next time, like you know, we go in, we're gonna go see our next movie and shit like that. Fucking, he's gonna if he asks for that thirty-eight cent, I, I'm gonna decline. I'm gonna I'll say I learned it. my lesson. I'll take it. <laughs> when we go see Nope, um, that that extra large and I are gonna go toe to toe. That's right. I'll take it on. Get man versus food in here. <laughs> man versus food. You know how a lot of times there's the caveat that like you have to like not vomit for the thirty minutes after you finish or whatever. It's yeah. just you can't piss for like thirty minutes after you drank it all. Dude, I I drank half of it, and I mean, like I was I was sweaty, like it was visible, like I had sweat, like I mean, you figured, my arms you were on my probably back. like you were probably. I, I was rocking. I was and, rocking. <laughs> that's why the dude's like, "He's solid." I was like, "Don't talk to me." Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Dude, like, please. Yeah, I was, I was not good. Like, I was not okay. You were not cash money. Uh. Uh-uh. So. Let's talk about the reception of Thor. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's. Huh? <sighs> do we want to rate it first or? No, huh? Like, we've done this before, guy. Whoa. You just relax. All right. It'll well... be all right. Did you drink another extra large? Are you getting antsy? Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, so uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score, they got a 68% on that voice. So the critics were kind of uh, medium on it. Mm hmm. Audience of 81, so okay, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's higher up. IMDb, uh, which is typically an audience score, uh, 7 out of 10. Uh, and then I could not get fucking uh, Metacritic to load, so I guess they just don't get a fucking look in here. Fuck uh, you. So, yeah, you know what, not, Metacritic? Not you, Metacritic. Yeah. What is it from Reno 911? Metacritic, you are a blister on my taint. But not just and a not... blister, an ingrown hair. An ingrown hair. Uh, so let's see. Performance-wise, domestic box office, big old fucking weekend here. 143 million bucks. Yeah, I mean, when I got my tickets, I was looking for because I went yesterday. Yeah, Sunday. Um, and I yeah, I looked for uh, Saturday and or Sunday and Monday. Or no, no, both of them were on Sunday, but just two different times. Um, it was like 7:30 and then 6:30, and 7:30 was sold out. Yeah. And then 6.30, like, there was, like, three seats available. But thankfully, I got a a pretty good seat. I guess pretty in the middle. Seeing if uh, Metacritic has changed Don't don't even. Yeah, don't even. They (laughs) had their chance. You know what? They blew it. They blew it! All right, so let's see here. Let me get back to my my notes. Yeah, fuck them. So, yeah, worldwide uh, weekend of 303 million. Whoa. That's big. Budget, 250. That's also massive. Yeah, that's a, one of the most expensive Marvel movies ever made. Jesus Christ! I mean, yeah, there's a lot of sh- yeah, quite a bit of special I mean, effects. I think, I think a large part of that uh, also is because I believe this movie was made like entirely during COVID. Oh, so yeah. I mean, there's probably extra cost of production to just take the precautions and things like that. Yeah. Um, which I don't let me forget. I didn't make the note, but I do want to talk about what you thought of some of the visuals, because this is the first Marvel movie to use, uh, like, a large portion of their, uh, uh, like, backdrops. We're not CGI, or we're not uh, green screen, but we're the the volume, like they use on The Mandalorian. Yeah. 
So yeah, don't really forget to ask you your thoughts on that when we get into the into the nitty gritty. Into the nitty gritty. <laughs> uh, so let's see. We had director slash writer Taika Waititi, who was mm-hmm. also Korg, right? Yes. Uh, hey man. Uh, hey man. Thor, uh, hey man. Call me a call me a dickhead again. Yeah. <laughs> New Master Sixty Nine. Yeah, I love in the first one, or in the first, in Ragnarok, and he just talks about that he got thrown in there because he tried to start a rebellion but didn't print enough pamphlets, so no one showed. <laughs> yeah, no one showed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Thor Odinson, obviously, being played by Chris Hemsworth again. Uh, Jane Foster comes back with uh, Natalie Portman playing Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. We got Gore the God Butcher, uh, played by Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. And then Valkyrie comes back as Tessa Thompson. Yeah, you do. Professor Thompson comes back as Valkyrie. I mean, uh, you got a synopsis for me? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, actually, um, <laughs> um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got it. And uh, so, the synopsis, as I quote it, is uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, follows Thor as he attempts to find inner peace, but must return to action and recruit Valkyrie, Korg, and Jane Foster to stop Gore the God Butcher from eliminating all of the gods. Yes, yes. I, 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 I was thinking the same thing. Had it fucking pulled up the entire time. Yeah, you did. I was thinking the same thing. Well, no, no, no. That was straight off the top of your head. Yeah, no, that was just from my noggin. That was, yeah, straight from the dome. If I had to, just from my soul, I would say that Thor enlists the help of Valkyrie, Korg, and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster to fight Gore the God Butcher, who yep. intends to make the gods extinct. So we were basically on the same wavelength. Yep, I mean, li- I mean listen, we're, we're just, we're so connected. It, we basically have telepathy. Yeah. Yeah, I've said it once, I'll say it again. We're like two nuts in a ball sack. Like, yeah, we're... You think it, we've done it. <laughs> no, that's crazy. <laughs> Not what you mean by that. No. <laughs> who, you know? who said that? Who you know? Yeah, who you know what you mean by that? Why, did someone, someone say something? <laughs> <laughs> Who's spreading rumors? <laughs> it's just my wife. <laughs> yeah. she's, she's just trolling the forums. Yeah, low-key, I heard they fucked. Like... <laughs> She's Yoko Onoing us. <laughs> uh, I've decided that uh, for me, I do a lot of things for me because I'm selfish. Uh, that right. this segment or this section is, will be called plot thoughts. Okay. Plot thoughts. Yeah. So uh, I kind of liked the idea how straight up off the top, it just kind of showed us how smug the gods can be. Yeah. Like very, I guess, godly. You know, better than thou, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with the, without getting into spoiler territory, the very beginning of the movie is exemplary of that. Yes. Yeah, like right off the rip. Like straight before you even get the, like it, it, it is it, the it first like cold scene. open. Yeah, it, yeah, it is the opening open. scene. Uh, Which see, it was very good for hard. a cold open. Oh yeah, I was like, ooh. <laughs> uh, let's see, the idea of Thor being uh, like an essentially immortal being who just <laughs> doesn't know who he is is kind of mm. interesting, I think. The idea of like, man, I, uh, been around for fifteen hundred years, and I, uh, I'm lost. Yeah. Because also, if you consider the length of his lifespan, and then the fact that, okay, so within like basically ten years of his fifteen hundred, uh, he's lost literally everybody. I was gonna say like. And everything. Yeah, he's he's going through it right now. So I mean, everything. Like it's that basically you once... a bad weekend. Well, yeah, but like everything that you once thought you were. Yeah, you're not. It's gone. It's just gone. Yeah, it's gone. Poof. I mean, you figure. Kaput. Let's well, let's see here. I ain't got I ain't got the math here, but uh, uh, you, you tell me some of your thoughts here, boy. 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 Um. 
Boy. Uh, yeah, so without getting into too much spoilers, you know, seeing Gore, uh, seeing the reappearance of Jane. Um, I, oh, 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 I will say, Jane Foster in this movie, hot, badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, dope as fuck. Not, like, not, yeah, not, not hot sexual, hot, like, goddamn, that's hot. Yeah, like, that's dope. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, so, hold on, I got the math here. Oh, yep, big math, big math. Like, yeah, big, that's my head thumping right now. Literally, a half a percent of this man's life was eight years, right? Which is about what he guesstimates, or what he, what he says it's been since they broke up. Mm-hmm. Which we'll call that roughly, if we call it nine years, you know, like the start of, you know, when his wife, or when his uh, mom dies, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, within like 0.5% of your life, literally everything dies my world is crumbling around me i mean literally like it's like a bad weekend i wasn't joking mm-hmm. and so yeah i guess he would be a little uh disheveled we'll say right who wouldn't be yeah but no i agree i thought jane foster as the mighty thor yeah boom, no, really good yeah, shit i want to see more yeah yeah uh i thought all right you gonna make it I'm just readjusting my seat. I'm getting comfy. <laughs> just, you just start snoring. <laughs> just don't get so comfy that you just start nodding to what I'm saying. I can't promise anything. Proceed. <laughs> Where it just turns into very one-sided because you're going, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. and then just. Mm. What is this episode one? <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's episode eighteen. That's right, nineteen. No, I was saying that's what it was last week for you. Let's see. Oh. The movie did did have some odd pacing at times. I think. Uh, where I was like, it was kind of slow in sections, and then at the end, I was like, I think it maybe have needed a little bit more runtime, which is odd for a movie that did have slow spots in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I will <laughs> say, like, I'll just come out and say it. Yeah, I thought there were too many jokes in there. Yeah, um, I think like, it was good as a comedy. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but and we'll, we'll dig into more of it later. But there was there have been a couple scenes. Where it was a really good scene, and then mm-hmm. I felt like it got a little ruined because they tried to put comedy in it. And I was like, "That you didn't need it. Like you had it." Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and so speaking of like jokes and stuff that didn't, it's not necessarily a joke, but like oh, I don't know if you want to call it a plot beat or a gimmick or whatever uh, that I can't really talk <laughs> about go. without getting into. You just go, speaking of jokes, welcome back, back. to Chris's Cryptid Corner. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Huh? Yeah, take the stage there, funny man. No. Uh, there's a, uh, you don't you fucking deserve! No. Uh, there's, a, there's a recurring plot beat that I can't... In the white room! <laughs> with black curtains <laughs> by the station. Alright, steady. Uh... I can't really talk about what the plot beat is because it's spoilery, but I'll address it first. Like I made it my first note in spoilers because it really annoys the piss out of me. Um, so let's see. Uh, I didn't think it was connected to the universe at large enough. Yeah, I, I can. Like, I think it was a pretty decent uh, standalone movie, but at this point in like the Marvel universe, it feels weird to backpedal to nothing being connected. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like, well, like in Doctor Strange, how it was connected to WandaVision in a sense. Like, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, uh, I feel like everything's so intertwined now, it's it's hard to have a standalone. Yeah, which I think a lot of this phase so far has been. Pass. 
All right, characters chemistry. You got any more th- plot thoughts, baby girl? Um, Valkyrie. Uh, v- yeah, Valkyrie and Thor. Like, so Valkyrie obviously is uh, king of Asgard. Kill oh it. yeah, right. Yeah. And um, like, soon as Thor, because you know Thor has been just fucking saving the universe, and then kind of hangs out with the Guardians, because that's where it's yeah. left off at uh, uh, Endgame. After Endgame, yeah. So they're going to be the Asgardians of the galaxy. Right. Uh, Thor comes back and sees Valkyrie, and, like, it's... It felt good, like, seeing them connect again in the way that yeah. they did. Because it wasn't awkward. It wasn't like, the, oh, where the hell have you been? It was just like, yeah. that felt right. That felt like, you know, what it should have been. So yeah, I really did like that. History. Yeah. yeah. And I, obviously I really, they have a... <clears throat> Go ahead. I was just going to say, I really liked the way that it flowed and just you know, picked right back up, and it was good. Yeah. I, 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 I truly did enjoy it. I also do just like Valkyrie's character. I do, too. Um, I like the... I, I do like talking about Valkyrie and Thor. The idea that they both have a pretty uh, a pretty narrow, like, shared ground beneath them in that they've mm-hmm. both led Asgard. Right? Yeah. And, and they obviously both have lost everything. Yeah, exactly. And, and to the extent of... Thor couldn't do it anymore, so he he was he didn't think he was fit for it and it wasn't what he was meant to do, so he gave it to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um without spoiling too much, I think that this movie does vastly more uh chemistry building, I suppose, for Thor and Jane's story than the first two four Thor films combined. Correct. Uh even retroactively, and where there's some it goes back and shows us some stuff that wasn't included originally, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Weird. That makes sense. Um, I actually thought that Gore's motivations were pretty justifiable. Um, I agree. And, and I felt that Christian Bale did a good job. Uh, I don't know if he got enough screen time. Yeah. <laughs> we need to hurry up and hit spoilers. <laughs> like, I'm getting antsy. Uh, talk to me. <laughs> I like seeing Thor interact with Zeus. Uh, because, you know, it's the idea of, okay, here's other gods that we it's haven't such really... such a fucking fangirl. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Thor's like, that's his hero, you know? Yeah. Which I thought, uh, it was kind of funny to see, um, oh my god, I just lost his name. Who's the actor? Um. Gladiator. It's the, um, it's the same He's guy. Australian. Um. Jesus. Uh, uh-huh. Gladiator actor, let's see. Um. Is Russell Crowe, I didn't even oh, have Russell to Russell Crowe, yep, Russell Crowe. Before the results even came up, I was like, it's Russell Crowe. Yep, that's uh, mm-hmm, Russell Crowe. Yeah. That's why I was, you, were like, you yeah, literally took it right out of my mouth. mouth. Yep, <laughs> like that. We basically said at the same time. Same time, yeah. I go back and edit, like, a massive gap. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, I go, Russell Crowe, and then, like, nine minutes go by of quiet, and you just go, Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> it's Russell Crowe. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I thought he was funny. Um, and... and I liked without again without trying to spoil too much. I liked that he was a com a comedic character, but there was also some legitimacy to him. Yeah. Um the things that were funny about him were also serious character flaws or notes, I suppose. Uh let's see here. The last thing I say here, which uh, you kind of already touched on, I worry about the amount of comedy in it. Yeah. Sometimes it was a little too silly even though it remained entertaining, like it wasn't it wasn't Silly enough where I was like, okay, I wasn't bored with it. I had fun watching it. Right. Uh, I just felt that the inclusion of, like, a god serial killer 
out for revenge would kind of lead the movie towards a darker tone, which it does dip into at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I felt it could have gone a little bit further, honestly. Um, and I do think that kind of leads back to my gripe about the runtime not being long enough, I think. Where yeah. so either they needed to spend less time on some things and more time on others, or give us a little bit... Like, it's not... It's, like, one of the shortest Marvel movies uh, out of the last, like, seven movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which in also, under two hours. Well, I guess we'll talk about it in spoilers. Yeah, that was the last thing I had. So, what do you think? Yeah. Overwhelming, simply whelming, underwhelming. You want to tell us what it, what it means? Yeah, so... Uh... You can be overwhelmed, which is good. You were overwhelmed with the film. You can be underwhelmed, which means you were you know, you weren't as satisfied with the film, or you could be simply whelmed and it was meh, it was alright. Yeah. Basically high, medium, or you know, it's a large, a medium, or a small. Yep. Uh what do you think? I'll let you go first. I'm gonna come out when I say this, I I en- I did enjoy the movie, but I was underwhelmed. I was simply whelmed. I think I got my hopes up a little too high, and I don't think my expectations were unreasonable, which I'll dig into later. Okay. I think... I don't know. I think we might have different ideas of what it means to be under... Like, I was let down. Like, my expectations weren't met. Yeah. 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 Uh, my, my gripe that I was talking about, that I said I'd had to talk about in spoilers, there are mm. way too many fake-out deaths. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's... There's Korg in Omnipotent City, Valkyrie, uh, Valkyrie on uh, in the Shadow Realm, and then the Asgardian kids, which obviously weren't really gonna die, but it was like they fucking did it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, dude, fucking. And then Zeus, like, like, yeah, Zeus ends up being one too. Uh, and so yeah, it's like, dude, just fucking. They like they legitimately could have killed Korg there, which it would have been sad, but it would have been like. Yeah. Uh, a good motivator for Thor. Yeah. And as much as I love Korg, he's not essential to the plot. Right. Right. He would have been like a, a good, I don't want to say a, fr- a freebie. Um, I think he's a fan favorite enough that it would still be like, a, oh no, Korg's gone. Right. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, he's not, it's not Thor dying. Right. 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 And then it would have been a nice, like bow tie of, which it did kind of do it for a moment of going, Hey, here's, Here's the gods directly affecting Thor as another god. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's that, you know, now he kind of gets to feel what it's like to be at the, the will of the gods. You yeah. Know? Uh, I did think that it was a really strong cold open showing Gore and his daughter suffering. Yeah. Just they're like, walking down in the, the wastelands. Yeah. And uh, I, that was sad as fuck. Like, I was like, ooh, this started off heavy. Yeah. And like seeing him just cuddle her grave and cry. Oh my I was like, God. Jesus. Yeah. No, uh, Christian yeah. Bale played a good gore. I, but yeah, I was un, unsatisfied with Gore's character. Not because Christian Bale, because he played a, you know what I'm trying to say? I mean, this is the time to say it. You don't have to sh- shrug around it. I was unsatisfied with Gore because he didn't one, have tentacles. No, like I, I moved past that. Like, sure, yeah, it fucking sucked. I think the one in the comic looked killer, and they had a lot of fucking potential, especially since Disney's been doing a bunch of shit with Mandalorian, doing a whole bunch of practical stuff, and Disney has too much fucking money to do, you know, then they know what to do with. So I, I they could have made something happen, and they had a great opportunity, but no, they wanted to be like, it would have looked like fucking Voldemort. Well, put some extra fucking money. Anyway, I'm done. I'm getting boiled. Um, yeah. yeah, chill out. 
Yeah. Um, don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> Uh, no, but um, in the comics, and it just it feels like all around, Gore fucking rocked Thor. Like he beat the shit out of him, and I feel like in the movie that wasn't the case. Yeah, he yeah, just I, ran. He ran away. He got away. Yeah, I, n- I never really felt like Thor was in that serious much danger. danger. Yeah, yeah, especially because the lead up is like, here's all these gods that he's already killed, right? Right. Yeah, and it's just so like, it's like he's just running through them. And so it's like, oh, shit, like, Thor better watch his ass. And then Thor does pretty fine against him. Yeah, which I, I, I'm i not going to lie. Reading the comics got me really amped for gore. And I think that's why I'm underwhelmed is because I was I was really let down to another issue of they killed gore at the end. Yeah. And yeah. like Marvel fucking loves to do that. Just give us a villain with a good actor. And, you know, a good characterization. And instead of giving them time to grow as a character and give us more, ooh, yeah, now we learned some more about him or whatever, especially having someone like Gore who has a pretty sympathetic uh, motivation. Yeah. They fucking kill him, and now we don't get to see anything else from him. Mm-hmm. You figure the only villain that really stuck around is Loki. And now he's got his own show. I- I'll also say Thanos. Thanos had two movies. Well, no, but, I mean, you saw him. Uh, snippets. Here and there, which right. was pretty cool. Yeah. But no, if, yeah, yeah I'd well, say Loki's... To seriously give us a, a, a character arc, you know, I mean, Thanos got basically, basically a movie. I mean, he didn't, most of his character arc was in Infinity War, not in Endgame. It's true. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I think they need to try and get us some villains that stick around and can pop. I mean, you figure in the comics, there's always, vill- you know, villains popping back up, and now I've got to keep dealing with yeah. this guy, you know? I mean, yeah, and like, Fucking Gore's back, goddammit, you know? Yeah, what if instead of him dying, Gore, you know, Thor comes up and rocks his shit, and then Gore's like, I gotta bounce. Like, I cannot, not right now. Or he imprisons him, you know? Right, yeah. There's just so much stuff he could have... Yeah. He shows him some mercy. It's a god showing him mercy. Mm -hmm. You know? And then there's that moral victory, right? Yeah of proving him wrong, that not all gods are that, right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the Necroblade, I was, this was a little bit of a disappointment for me, but it was a long shot anyway. I was a little bummed that the Necroblade is never connected to Null or the symbiotes at all. Yeah. Um, which, like I said, was a long shot, but I didn't think it was that long because uh, at the end of No Way Home, like, the symbiote is in the MCU, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, it's oh, not, okay. you know. that's not new news. Yeah, now it's in the, you know, so... I thought it was a good chance to slightly expand upon that. Because even if they just name drop the planet Null to the general audience, that's not going to be like, oh, Venom. You know what I mean? Right. I was just I I, truly what got to me. Uh, I, we didn't see James Jamison. Like, that's I, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. Just give <laughs> you mean you mean J. Jonah Jamison or J. Jonah Jamison. I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Excuse me. There's too many J's in Jesus that. <laughs> Spider-Man. Um. But yeah, no, I oh, just, get in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, Christian Bale, <laughs> we're, you know, uh, pushing aside the fact that, yeah, he's kind of a cuck in <laughs> real life. Um, he played, I think he did play a, a good gore. Um, yeah. you know, even just being very humanoid, I wasn't upset about that. Yeah. But yeah, like I agree with you, man. Like he just had a lot of potential. I was really excited for him, which we were just talking about like getting excited for a good villain. Yeah. 
and I was re- I was really pumping up for Gore, and we just didn't see a whole lot of him, and he got killed real quick. Yeah, which makes me yeah makes me kind of sad. And he had a good intimidation. Like I mean, he was sinister. Yeah, especially that scene with the fucking kids and the story time. Yeah, and he pulls the thing and then snaps its neck and goes, "Oh, but when I do it, yeah, fuck, whoa, yeah." I thought that Jane Foster, you know, so she does in fact have cancer, like in in the Mighty Thor, yep, um, yep. which wasn't in the promotional material. Which I would say, like, if you haven't seen the movie and you're on the fence about it, and like, I, I think some of the cancer stuff in this is really close to home for somebody that's going through it. Yeah. So like it might not be it might be a a, a pass for a little while on you you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. some of it was like whoa this is it's heavy all of a sudden very heavy and then, and I thought some of those I thought those scenes uh, especially the scene like with, without bouncing I'm gonna bounce around for just a moment uh, mm-hmm. the scene between Thor and Jane when he takes her to the hospital and he has to basically that was a very human moment I thought yeah I I just felt like that ended too soon. Yeah, we didn't get to but, see them. And again, there's some of that runtime, maybe. Yeah. Like, that felt rushed. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Thor and the Guardians was a fun team-up. Uh, and it makes me more excited for Guardians 3, because I think that is supposed to take place before Thor Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, I do wish we had a little bit more of them in the movie, but I think we even talked about when the trailers came out that it felt like they were probably only there at the beginning, and then, like, they yeah. do legitimately... Like, I was kind of right in that they ditch him, but they don't, like, ditch him, ditch him. They're just like, we got to split up. Yeah. But yeah, it did the- also feel like they were trying to get rid of him. Yeah, because the way that it seems is, like, everybody he just fucking hates Thor. Like, he's got yeah, such like a, a big ego on him. him. Right. Yeah. And then he brings the goats in. Goats and in? I, think, I think that's what everyone was like, right, this is it. Like, we got to drop the, him. This is the final straw. And I like uh, <laughs> the little joke there when... Korg's trying to figure out the whistle that you call the, the goats with, and he asks Mantis to go to try, and she just goes, ah! Yeah. It's like, no, 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 that's not it. I love Korg. I love Mantis. She's funny. I I like Mantis and Drax's relationship, which you see a lot in Guardians 2. 2, yeah. Um, and then a bit and, more of it in Endgame, or Infinity War. Yeah, and I, I want to see more of that, because... It's nothing romantic. It's very platonic. Um, yeah, it's like they're they an odd, just, they're the odd couple of friendships. Yeah, but they can just relate to each other a whole lot, and I think it's very cute and wholesome. Yeah, and I think there is obviously the, the <laughs> like the Korg and Dwayne. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think no, there it is. is the opp- huh? Is it romantic? I would say so. Yeah, because I mean they're making a child. That's right. They are. Um, I think that there is the uh, like the 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 opportunity for funny, right? The comedy there in mm-hmm. that fucking. Uh, uh, Drax is a like he's so oblivious to anything and then she's supposed to be an empath you know right like she's so in tune with other people's emotions and he is such a blank slate you know <laughs> uh, let's see I just seeing uh, like Kick new Asgard and take ass and take ass <laughs> seeing new Asgard as like a tourist hub made me think like well, can you imagine just being a regular motherfucker living in the MCU? Yeah, well, I mean, you see like, all those kids there, and like some yeah. of them are like of just a different uh, like species. species or like race or whatever you want to like, you know, a different planet, right? Yeah, which I thought was very interesting, and I liked how they just yeah. blended in. Like this is the norm, which makes me think like makes, there is probably that sense. true aspect of of yeah, like literally an alien invasion happened. Thor is a a, a god. Yeah, he's an alien whose technology is so advanced that it's indistinguishable from magic. 
Right. And, you know, Spider-Man straight up can shoot webs out of his hands and crawl on you know, walls and stuff like that. So it well, does it, make it, sense it, that like, his web doesn't come out of his hands, though. Well, the Tobey Maguire one does, and he pulls up in the MCU, so it's fine. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, but he was the oddball. They were all like, oh, fuck, that's coming yeah. out of you. <laughs> yeah, I did like that scene. Like, I'm Peter three. <laughs> I like when they ask him straight up, like, does it come out anywhere else? And he's like, hey, what? No. <laughs> yeah, they are implying the butt. Yeah, or his penis. Oh, I thought the butt because spiders, but yeah. moving on. Yeah, it's all about it. <laughs> you know um, did you ever want? Did you see the Eternals? No, no. Jesus, it's not that good. I got to tell you, it's pretty. That's what I hear. That's what but, I hear. I heard it's mid. But the there is like a major world implication that has yet to come up and it fucking pains me so like in the climax of that movie basically the earth is an egg for celestials uh-huh. or like planets in general are celestial eggs and the yep. earth was one of them and uh a fucking celestial starts to hatch out of the earth and they stop it and there's a celestial like ma- now made of marble that is just sticking halfway out of the earth and it's massive like how big we talk like mountain it's a new mountain range basically and it's just not come up like that should be mentioned that that just fucking (laughs) happened yeah that's not something you can just push under the rug no but so that just adds like my my thought of like god damn can you imagine just being like a cashier at a grocery (laughs) store in the mcu (laughs) like this is gonna get dark for a second every other day like (laughs) shit just happens I was going to say, what just this is going to get dark for a second. Yeah, get in there. <laughs> what do you think the suicide rate is? Right? Like, like, imagine you yeah, give up literally like imagine just somebody working at a gas station or something. Fucking they hate life because you got a billionaire playboy therapist fucking zooming around and then he dies and then you get all these cool people and it's big fucking tower and you're making minimum wage. And then this just right, happens. Like, and an alien invasion could just happen and your livelihood, the story you've worked really hard to buy and run, just gets right. demolished. And then Tony Stark's fucking goons roll in and go, yeah, here, we're going to clean this up. Here's the money, you know. I mean, you figure mm-hmm. that's what Adrian Toomes' whole motivation is yeah. in, in Spider-Man. And uh, is no, that, or like, uh, Homecoming. Yeah, Homecoming is like, these motherfuckers just get to yeah. make the mess and then get paid to clean it up. Yep. Yeah, so... uh yeah, that's just my thought of like I did when I saw that I was like, God damn, can you imagine what just <laughs> daily life is like? <laughs> uh Gore comes to Asgard to kill Thor with shadow monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh which I think the shadow monsters was their way around the symbiotes. Um Yeah. Thor and Jane have a quick little flashback that I thought does a great deal of like retconning their relationship to feel more yeah. impactful. Yeah. And I thought it was funny how tonally and even the way it was filmed. It changed to be like a rom-com. Uh, let's see. Um, sorry, I lost my note there. I thought it rom-com. kind of explained the... Yeah, I thought... No, I said I lost my note. I, I oh. thought it explained the tonal shift uh, that Thor yeah. kind of goes through between Dark World and Ragnarok in that like his relationship with Jane taught him to be a little bit more goofy and have fun and things like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then it's like, okay, now it makes sense why he's kind of shifted into a comedic character, right? Is that I- That's one of the things she taught him. I will say something that fucking kills me. And it was a super like quick snippet and then it moved on. But during the the hot dog costume. No, no, that was funny though. During the downfall, Jane is complaining about um, 
I forget what it was, but just basically Thor not being there or something like that. Yeah. And then you hear Thor go, well, I got to be up all night doing all these dishes. And this James is actually because it's two dishes. fucking plates. Yeah. And then also there's another quick blink and you miss it. When they're having dinner and they're like both distracted by their phones and all that or whatever. And he gets a phone call from Nick Fury and he shows mm-hmm. it to her and it says Nick Fury. <laughs> Nick Fury. Nick is just in his phone as Nick Fury. Nick and, Fury. Uh, yeah, so, but no, I did. I like that briefly. Like, it just wraps it up. There we go. That's what went wrong with their relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Gort just takes all the kids from Asgard and dips. Thor, Jane, Valkyrie, they all head towards Omnipotent City, which is like a massive hub for all the gods in the universe, uh, just in the hopes of gathering an army of gods, kind of like from your story, right? Yeah. Which I kind of liked the idea of seeing that. And it also, <laughs> it did have a really fun joke for me, like a visual joke that it took me a moment, and I went, oh, yeah. Where the Cronin god, uh, so Korg's god, is uh-huh. sitting on an iron throne, like from uh, God of, Game, or, uh, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, and yeah. it's made of scissors because rock beats <laughs> yeah, scissors. Beats scissors, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I see you. Um, you cheeky little see. dog. Yeah, <laughs> you're a dog. <laughs> you're Thor, a dog. You're a dog. Thor is surprised uh, to realize how much of a brick Zeus really is. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, this guy. Like, at first, he's like, all right, you know, he's a little rough around the edge. And right. then yeah, just he just keeps got, getting he, worse. Yeah, he has his reasons. You know, he's got a, yeah, yeah he's got something behind it. <laughs> and then he eventually, like, looks over at Jane. He's like, this guy's not cool. Like, yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> because then he tells the kids later, like, don't meet your heroes. Yeah. I guess <laughs> that's what happens when you meet your heroes. <laughs> and the kids are like, huh? It's like, he's their Thor is there. Right. right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, and Zeus straight up brings it to his attention that Gore's looking for Eternity, who is like an actual being in the Marvel Universe who grants mm-hmm. the wish of the first person to meet Eternity, right? Yeah. And obviously, you don't want, like Valkyrie says, you know, a, a, a homicidal god killer uh, or a genocidal god killer who's looking for Eternity. You know, he gets one wish. I wonder what he's going to wish for, you know? Right. Wish all the gods were dead. Yeah. And so, yeah, we got to cut that shit right in the butt, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, Thor fucking like in in you know how it appears he fucking kills Zeus like yeah she like takes his lightning bolt because right after he allegedly Thunder kills he just Korg yeah and he gets yeah. all mad picks up Thunderbolt like supercharges it and just yeets it right through his chest <laughs> hard like yeah. clean cut yeah I like the just casual mention of just a god orgy multiple times like like, so, like more than one and that they're going to be uninvited from the speak yeah, out one more time. you know what you know what you're, you're un- not invited you're, to the orgy yeah you're not coming yeah you're you're out sorry guy you were going to come to the orgy now you're not it's like whoa <laughs> just all these different gods just getting it on and some of them are fucking massive yeah like, like how does I, that i'm work? pretty sure when they crash out of there i'm pretty sure there's two celestials in there yeah there is there is two celestials they kind of like peek out like, oh, what the fuck was that all about? Yeah, because they can't fit in there. So they're just sitting outside holding on. Yeah, they're Jay chilling. Yeah. And then you see uh, that big see. old dragon. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Yeah. So Thor and crew, they just fuck shit up in Omnipotent City. Uh, and then, like I said, we get the fake Korg death. Uh, and then they deuce out. They use the goats to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like the Voldemort from like uh, <laughs> the Sorcerer's Stone. Where just Korg gets broken down into just being oh. a face. <laughs> yeah. And Valkyrie ties him to the back of her head with her hair. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he does the whistle. Looks, yeah. Which was kind of cool. Yeah, the whistle is pretty dope. 
Yeah, and then the goats just roll up. And I like that they're just screaming goats, because why not? Right. Uh, Jane gets to open up to Thor about having her, you know, having cancer. Because, uh, so yeah, it starts off with showing us Jane having cancer, right? And going mm-hmm. through treatment. And we get to see Darcy for yeah. a minute. Dr. Darcy. Yeah, I got uh, a little crush on cool. Dr. Dorsey. Yeah, because we haven't seen her since WandaVision. WandaVision. So it's kind of cool to see her again. And you find out that, like, Darcy's really the only one that she's told. Yeah. Um, and it's not... She's not responding well to the stage. Uh, like her body isn't she, responding well. She told, uh, and then uh, she does tell the doctor, yeah, the Swedish doctor, because um, he's kind of trying to help her do research. Because she's basically trying to figure out if she can't cure her cancer. It seems like, mm-hmm. and she's sending him like blood samples and stuff. And she ends up basically hearing a call from Yolnir is how she sees it, and that's why yeah, she goes to, yeah. So she goes to Asgard and. The hammer reassembles for her. And I think it's because you figure in that flashback, Thor straight Thor. up asks Mjolnir yeah. to protect her no matter what. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, she does. She opens up to him about having cancer, and we, it's kind of neat because we get to see him struggle with... He just came to terms with the fact that he might be willing and ready to try and love again, right? Yeah. And then he's like, he opens up to her that like he loves her, and he wants to do this with her. And then she's like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm dying. Like, I'm dying. And he actually takes it on the chin and is like, well, then what do you want to do? Like, we'll do it together, whatever you want to do. No, no. Because, like, you know, I, I'd rather have you to lose than have nothing, right? Right. I, I will I, say, <clears throat> um, taking a little pivot here, I am in love with um, Thor's axe. <laughs> yeah, Stormbreaker, yeah. Being, being jealous of Mjolnir. And the girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just every so often, a kid, whenever they're talking just about Mjolnir, giving him a glare. <laughs> yeah, just slowly creeping in screen. Yeah, creeping in the frame and like facing him, basically like, what the yeah. fuck are you looking at? Bud? And the fact that it's got a temperament, like, yeah, like he tries to use the Bifrost and it like crashes him into into rocks and shit. And it's like, yeah, fuck you, guy. <laughs> like they're on rocky terrain right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's trying to like call Mjolnir like a dog to get it away from Jane. And yeah. Stormbreaker just creeps into frame and is looking at him like, "Can I help you?" Because <laughs> ah, Stormbreaker, I was just there. Just you are. I was you. looking for you. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but no, yeah, thinking about uh, that, you know, Jane opening up about the cancer and yes. everything. Yes. And, and them connecting in that way, I thought that was really nice. And again, the the movie does more for their relationship than any of the mm-hmm. other movies I felt. Uh, and they get to the Shadow Realm eventually. And I thought that was a really cool fight, visually and just the choreography. I agree. Like, yeah. The, seeing them fight in black and white, because in the Shadow Realm, there's no color. There's no color, which gives and there more was, the advantage. But I did think there was the interesting, um, what do you call it? Shot, I suppose, where Jane uses Mjolnir to, like, light As up. As a light, which was in and my her comic. face. Yeah, and her face gets turned goes to color where she's being oh, lit up i didn't notice that yeah it's like faint but i was like oh i like that yeah. i also like how zeus's bolt was yellow uh-huh yeah it yeah. still had color mm-hmm. but yeah and then gore gets to straight up be really like damn this is getting hardcore like i thought i thought someone was gonna die there when he's got them all captured and tied up and is trying to get thor to uh oh yeah because the gate to eternity has to be unlocked with the bifrost mm-hmm. which obviously thor can summon with Stormbreaker. So Jane straight like grabs Stormbreaker and yeets it off into space. Hardcore. Like, yeah. Like we got to get that shit away like, from this here because he empty. wants it. Yeah. Yeet. And uh, <laughs> so yeah, Gore's got them all tied up and shit, and is tormenting all of them. And he even tries to convince Valkyrie like, 
And for a moment, I wouldn't have been surprised if Valkyrie agreed with him. Yeah, she starts crying. Yeah, because like he's basically saying, like, you're not a god. What have the gods done for you other than send all your sisters to to die? And I think does he mention it or does she mention it to Korg that she was probably romantically involved with at least one of the Valkyries? She was saying it to Korg. Yeah, that you know she lost her lover when mm-hmm. all the Valkyries died. Which that was super uh, sad because like yeah. they're the, you know that Korg and her have that. Which again, like I like how um, Jane and Thor were having that connection, and then Korg and Valkyrie were having a little bit of uh, a connection when Korg was explaining how uh, oh, babies are made, right? And yeah. um, Valkyrie yeah, basically was just <laughs> drunk and has like one of the umbrellas in like tucked on her <laughs> ear, and then she's spinning yeah. one in her fingers. Yeah, but yeah, like she opens up a lot, um, which is really kind of sad. Yeah, no. but yeah, and so I did. I wouldn't have been surprised if like Gore made sense to her, you know. Mm-hmm. That what, what? Why are you working alongside a god who you know cost you everything, right? Yeah, I d- um, I will say like a lot of the really good villains that are played like um like Vulture, Thanos, and Thanos was kind of an extremist, but and then Gore, they all have pretty understandable reasons, like motivations. Yeah, yeah, like it's like yeah, that shit makes sense, right? I mean, yeah, you're when you're like, I mean, you know, he's not wrong. Yeah. Uh, now let's see. Uh, yeah, so eventually, you know, they 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 break into an all-out fight, and I like the visual like weirdness of the planet almost looking like it's a full-size planet, and then it cuts real hard, and it's just a moon, and it's a small moon. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so they're fighting in black and white, and it's really cool choreography and cinematography, and it mm-hmm. turns into eventually a three v one after uh, Valkyrie and the Mighty Thor like <laughs> face off against the shadow creatures long enough to turn their focus on Gore. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Valkyrie gets. Stabbed right through the back with the Necroblade. And uh, I was like, well, she's dead. And then she just wasn't, uh, which was I thought it was Thor's uh, bolt. Oh, yeah, it was lightning bolt. Yeah, Yeah. it was thunderbolt. It was thunderbolt. Not that. Yeah, if it was the Necroblade, she was fucked. Yeah. Yeah, he stabs her with thunderbolt. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so they dip, uh, but not before uh, Gore can get the can get Stormbreaker out of Thor's hands. It was like, you know, God damn it. You know, Butterfingers there, you know. (laughs) Whoops. It's like, (laughs) yeah. Well, whoops. And we get to see uh, Thor realize how sick Jane really is. Because, you know, they come crashing through with yeah. the Bifrost not being the best landing. And they do the the thing, like, from my comic, where when she's not holding Mjolnir, she turns back to just regular old Dr. Jane Foster, and you mm. see how sick she really is. Yeah. And, and that her that cancer is progressing very quickly. Especially because when she turns to Thor, any of the chemotherapy goes away. And her cancer kind of catches up to where it would have been. Hmm. And uh, and so, you know, they have that argument where Thor's like, all right, well, you know, you stay here, you get your rest. I'm going to go take care of Gore. Right. And she's like, well, I thought we were doing everything together. Why can't I come with you? You know, and he like has a little bit of a breakdown or an outburst at her. He says, because I love you. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to lose you. I'd yeah, rather if, do this alone and know that you're here. And if there's an opportunity for you to get better, you know, you, you should to choose it. to live. Yeah. But he does well, have Jane, a very it makes sense. Like, even though he said that to uh, Jane, it makes sense. Where he's like, right. But if you can live, choose to live. Yeah. But then he also does have the, the nice bit of point where, like, he doesn't get to just choose for her. Right. Yeah. He tells which her, I, I agree he, with where he tells her, like, obviously, if you if you want to pick up the hammer, like, I'll, I'll do, you know, I'll do it with you. Right. Whatever we do, we'll do together. But, you know, I, I would hope you would want to live. Right. And obviously it doesn't go that way. So, yeah, he rolls up to eternity, like the gates of eternity. 
which had a a statue of the Watcher in it. I don't know if you caught that or not. Yeah, no, I did. I saw that. Yeah, so it's like, ooh, the Watcher's there. Uh, I, I want to see the Watcher in live action. I do. Who do you think would be uh, a good cast as the Watcher? Well, sorry, I'm assuming he'd be a CGI character, and you'd still have, um, oh god, I lost his name, being the the voice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so, yeah, Thor just straight tells her, like, you gotta stay. He goes and he fights Gore, and uh, he turns the fucking Asgardian children basically into mini Thors, like an army mm-hmm. of Thors, which I thought was kind of cool that he's reached a point where he can enchant them, basically. Yeah. You know, like his father. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that he puts the little asterisk on the end, like, <laughs> for a short time, you know. <laughs> yeah, for temporary. Then, yeah, just for now. And, uh, yeah, and so the kids are, like, wielding basically, like, bricks, and the one has a fucking stuffed animal. Yeah. That he's just bestowed the power of Thor. And, yeah, they just go ham. He's got a little army of, like, five to ten-year-olds, and they're just... And they were crushing it. Wrecking shop. Yeah, they were doing it. They were doing what they were told. And, uh, let's see. Yeah, so Thor is on the ropes. Like, Gore actually does start to bust him up a little bit with the Necroblade. Mm, And, uh... You know, because the whole point is they, they've decided the Necroblade is um, corrupting him. It's killing him. And giving him. him his power. And so if we can break the blade, he should be out the game, right? Right. Uh, and so she's, yeah, he's got him on the ropes. And then the mighty Thor, you see Jane, like, laying in, in her hospital bed. And she can mm-hmm. feel that there's something wrong. Like, Thor's not yeah. doing too hot. And she <laughs> she looks over and Mjolnir's already floating towards her. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we gotta go. We gotta, this is us. And so she she does it. She grabs a hammer and goes, saves the day real quick. And you're like, oh, fuck, thank God. Like, you knew it was going to happen, but it was still like, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And she and Thor, like, fuck Gore up. Hard. Hard. Like, they are Duh. clapping him. And I, <laughs> she even gets a really good. Easy GG. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for clap. She even gets a good, like, uh, in the Lord of the Rings Return of the King, one of the, the, the villains. That you haven't seen it, so I'm not going to bother with names and stuff basically tells a woman who's in full night gear that like no man can kill him and she pulls off her helmet and has her hair down and says I am no man and just stabs him in the fucking face that's right Jane kind of has that moment where Gore calls her Lady Thor and yeah, she corrects him Thor. saying yeah saying it's Mighty Thor and if you can't yeah. handle that it's then Dr. call me Dr. Jane Foster and then she says something like taste my hammer yeah, because she's trying to work on a catchphrase. Trying race. to work on the catchphrase, yeah. The whole, yeah, there's that running gag that she's that she's new to all this. You know, it's her first bad guy. And so she's trying to figure out her catchphrase and all that. Yeah, she tastes my hammer, and then she just claps his ass. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> bop. Uh, so the Thors obviously work together, and they break the necro, necro blade, uh, defeating Gore. But the gates of eternity do open, like, they just miss it, basically. Yeah, and uh, and Mjolnir kind of deuces out for a bit. I think Mjolnir breaks, right? Having yeah, the, the Necroblade uh, in it. Yeah, it absorbs the Necroblade to keep him from reassembling it. And then, uh, yeah, so Jane's laying on there on the ground, and obviously the cancer is like aggressively catching up to her. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the Thor's holding her, and she's like, "Dude, you better go stop Gore." And Gore like crawls through the gates of eternity, and the three of them are transported there to to eternity, which was just looks like a monk, you know, just sitting there cross legged yeah. in thought. And it kind of was reminiscent of uh, the Mind Stone or the Soul Stone. That's what. Oh my dude! Literally, I was just about to say that as soon as you were done. Yeah, like just the 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 thin it's the layer water. of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
and there's just nothing except you figure in the soul stone there was what like an arch in the background yeah and then in here obviously it's just eternity which makes me think do you think there's a a A connection behind that yeah maybe maybe uh that like i don't know maybe it's the similar idea of like concepts being um like visualized you know the Mm -hmm. concept of eternity the concept of a soul um i don't know but uh i did think that it was a little weird like i thought maybe there'd be more even just being a a, a dude sitting there and Mm -hmm. so gore is getting ready to make his wish and thor's obviously a little preoccupied with uh jane jane actively passing away and uh so he he and her exchange some very heartwarming words uh where she straight up tells him like i I, i'm not gonna i got a little choked up you know (laughs) i was also very tired uh but he, she tells him like to not close his, himself off again. Full disclosure: at this point, I was rocking. Yeah, you were about to explode with urine. Mm-hmm. You were more urine than man. Correct. Correct. Yeah. But he does. Uh, you know, she, or sorry, she does. She tells him like, you know, you you gotta not close yourself off again. Like it's okay to love people. You've got to let that happen. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that, like again, it was very real. It felt like a conversation that, uh, you know a young couple might have if one of them is going to pass away. It's like, it's okay to move on kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, don't wait up on me. Yeah. And I was like, move this is a little, again, that's one of those moments where I was thinking like, I don't know, like this, all this, all of a sudden got very real and very, <laughs> um, and she, uh, you know, so he, she and Thor kind of together through words, stop Gore from making the wish. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, convince him that maybe the thing he should wish for is, you know, his daughter's Mom. life back. Yeah. Like, you know, wish for love. Like, the whole reason you're doing this is because of love lost, right? So, well, you've got, you've got one wish. Yeah. Get it back. Honoring her, you know, honor her by giving her a chance again, not by being a genocidal, you know, prick, basically. Right. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> Six in one hand, half dozen in the other. Right. So, uh, then obviously Jane does, does, uh, disappear. She, she whispers her, she goes, she tells him that she figured out her, uh, her catchphrase. Her catchphrase. And she, and I like that whatever she says is literally just between the two of them. Mm-hmm. It added a level of intimacy there, I think. Yeah. Where even we don't know what her last words were with him. Um, which, which I'm okay with. Yeah. So she tells him whatever, and he, he kind of chuckles at it, and then she... And goes like, that's the best she, one. Yeah, that's the best one yet. And then she turns to gold dust uh, and, yeah. and disappears like Odin did. Uh, and uh, you know, the implication being that she goes to Valhalla. Uh, hmm? And then Gorgit does get his daughter back and Gets to have his his dying moments with her, knowing that she's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he straight up asks Thor, like, yeah, you want to keep an eye on this one for me? And uh, he's like, yeah, I got you, bub. Yeah. And uh, so then Gore deuces out. He dies. And uh, you're like, oof, this is kind of awkward. Yeah. What, a, <laughs> what a rocky start to a relationship. Your dad wished you back. I definitely kind of killed him after he tried to kill me. Yeah. Uh, I adopt you. I do like how she calls him Uncle Thor. Uncle Thor, yeah. I don't know if you knew this, but that was actually legitimately Chris Hemsworth's daughter. Was it really? Yeah. I didn't know that until I I got out of the movie and I was looking at the, or at the end of the movie, I was looking at the uh, credits. And yeah, that's, I forget her first name. As soon as those credits in, I closed my eyes just so I could not piss myself. Pray to whoever's listening. Yeah. You were throwing up prayers to all of them. (laughs) Uh, Just every single one, like anything. Yeah. If like, please, someone pull through for me. Uh, and so, my yeah, God, Thor takes her under the wing. Start going to a lot of church. <laughs> Thor takes her under his wing, and uh, the duo act is like, like you said, uncle and daughter or father daughter, mm-hmm. like an adoptive situation, right? Yeah. And they travel the galaxy, protecting the people that can't protect themselves. And uh, I like that 
the little moment of like him not taking himself as seriously and being a little bit more chill where like she's drawn on Mjolnir, drawn a face on him. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like, that's not coming off. That's not coming off. Like, that is permanent. And he's like, you know what? I think you're right. It does add a little something, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, he just lets it pass. And then uh, <laughs> they... Imagine getting rocked by just by a, a smiley face. <laughs> like a crayon. A on the bottom. Yeah, like... Like, it's it looks like a bike handle with the, the, the frills on <laughs> the gonna, end. I was going to say a, a pom-pom. Yeah, the palm on the end. Uh, and then I did like the little... Uh, uh, the fact that they are Love and Thunder, he and the daughter. Yeah. It's like, ah, yeah. that's the name. You know. Yeah, it all clicks. But also, she gets the axe. She gets, uh... Yeah, well, that was funny to me that he's got Mjolnir and she's got Stormbreaker, which is as big as her. Mm-hmm. thought that was funny. As soon as Mjolnir's back in the picture, he's like, sorry, babe. He's like, sorry, baby, yeah. Uh, and let's see, obviously, we got our post-credit scenes like you were talking about. And the first post-credit scene gives us Hercules. Which I thought was kind of a neat. Yeah, inclusion. I'm excited for that. I'm excited um, to see where that goes. I didn't write down the actor's name, but he is. If anybody's watched the very popular show, um, Ted Lasso, he's one of the main characters in that show. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's I, playing Hercules. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I, yep, continue. Uh, and obviously, Zeus is alive and is very angry <laughs> that uh, <laughs> naturally that a group just rolled up just crazy style shanked him with his own gun <laughs> you know got him with his own gun and then right. dipped right they're like all right we're out of here deuce and then uh yeah the last post credit scene is a nice a nice sweet little 10 second clip of jane arriving in valhalla mm-hmm. and, and the fact that heimdall's there to greet her and tell her like you know basically you know, we've been we've been expecting i'm here to get you like we've been waiting on you yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Feel free to go go join us in the dining hall. Like this is what it's all about, baby. And uh, I, I want to see a little more of that. And I'm not sure if we're gonna get it. I I do think the implication there is that it's a place. You know what I mean? Like it is a legitimate place, which yeah. makes me think there's a possibility for any of those characters in Valhalla to reappear in some way. And I do like I the hope. implication that Jane, like there's there's a double. Did, was that a fart? No, I coughed. Oh, I was like, damn! Uh, the The battle that Jane died in was the battle against cancer. Yeah, and that's that's what took her to Valhalla. Yeah, she died in battle. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> again, yeah. Like if you're going through cancer, that's something that's really close to home. I run, I honestly don't know if it's a movie to go see. In theaters. Yeah, it's some of that stuff is pretty pretty real, heavy, and not to use like a buzzword, but I could see it being somewhat triggering of like shit that you're actively dealing with. I mean, for sure. Um, but yeah, so overall, like, there was some really good stuff in it and some really not cool stuff in it that I was like, all right, I could deal without or whatever. But yeah. uh, I mean, I had fun watching it. I enjoyed it. And I do think some of the stuff that it did well, it did really well. And then there's some stuff that I wish it had more of or didn't have at all. Yeah. Uh, again, I think Gore. I, I agree. Gore should have gotten more uh, screen, time, screen time, I think. Which yeah. uh, Christian Bale said. I, the last episode, we were talking about that, right? Maybe that he said he wanted more screen time, or maybe we might have just been talking about it. I think we might have just been talking about it. Yeah, but I remember, yeah, we're doing just a little bit of research before we went, and then Christian Bale saying he wanted more screen time, and I agree with him. I think he should have gotten more, and uh, I don't think he should have died. I do want to say that I think we've been recording for a long time. All right, well, we'll wrap it. And uh, huh? What you been thinking about? Well, I'm glad you mentioned, because I was just going to say that, you know, welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Chris. I am taking a, a bit of a 
pivot because I don't know. I just feel like I've been stroking off aliens for a minute, and I know I I've been saying it's gonna way. be yes. So I was just gonna take a bit of a back break for this episode here and um, talk about a conspiracy that's uh, I often think about because uh, where I work, a lot of it's glass, so I do get to see the outside a lot. Yeah, and uh, geese are just constantly, constantly in the fucking area. Right. Is this they, the birds aren't real thing? Yes, I'm talking about birds aren't real, baby. You hit it right oh, on the nose. Jesus. So this one here, thankfully, it's pretty short, right? Nothing yeah. too crazy. Uh, so birds aren't real. By far the most outlandish conspiracy on the list. <laughs> but, um, isn't. but yeah, but then it goes into uh, birds systematically has have been exterminated and replaced with exact replica drones. The birds aren't real movement says it's been around since the 70s, since 1976. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like many great conspiracy theories, it brings together uh, many other theories, form a grand unified theory of government surveillance. Um, And it says the CIA used poisonous gas, uh, which is called chemtrails, is the gas, to kill off uh, all live birds in the country in an operation called Water in the Country. And they were replaced with drones built at Area 51 to watch people and monitor their behavior. They believe Kennedy was assassinated because he refused to implement the bird watching program, uh, which leads into a whole other thing. And then the engineers, right, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the engineers who were built, the engineers who built the birds, uh, were quickly sent to Vietnam and were captured by the Viet Cong afterwards. And then convenient, yeah, yeah. And then it says in the past few years, the bird, uh, the bird conspiracy have popped up in six cities. Uh, to form a movement to inform the American people of the avian overseers. That's right. Yeah, and so, I mean, yeah, it's super short, but, I mean, it is something I find a little silly. Well, yeah, I mean, but, but I mean, also, it is... Figure some of that stuff, like, MK Ultra turned out to be true. Yeah, uh, yeah, so it does just make me sit back and wonder, but, like, I don't believe they killed all of them, but I wouldn't be surprised if they threw out a couple drones. They were a couple. Right, threw in a couple, yeah. and they're like, eh, let's see how it goes. But also, do they need to go to that extent when you look at, like, the NSA stuff, right? Right. Also, I mean... Why, why do we need to invent a whole conspiracy when that one was true? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also, I mean, you know, our phones are always listening to us. I mean, if you have... Right, uh, well, that's fo- what I mean. The yeah. NSA yeah. is always... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always listening. Like, Big Brother's watching. Yeah. What was it we were talking about the other day uh, when, you know, we say, like, hey, Siri, or anything like that? How does it know yeah. when to pick up? Yeah. Because it's, 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 li- it's, it's always listening. It's always listening. Yeah. And the mic's always on. That's how it knows you said its name. Yeah. So, I mean, that's stuff like that. I mean, it's pretty interesting to you know, uh, think about and stuff like that. And um, if I don't reappear on the podcast or in life, just know that uh, I didn't do it. I didn't I didn't commit suicide. I, I have a list of names that will automatically update, <laughs> you know, or upload to a black box right. on, you know. I'm getting a call from a no caller ID. <laughs> like, actually. Uh, I got, oh, are you? <laughs> Dead ass. <laughs> like I, I'm not kidding. Look, I'm, I'm gonna text it, up, it to you. It no, I'm not picking that shit up. I'm gonna yeah, send answer it. your live on the, right now. I already declined it. Ah oh, man. Uh, no. Well, no. My chance. Fuck. It was a missed call. Excuse me. It wasn't even an current call. But look, I'm gonna send it to you right now. All right. So vouch for me. Peep that shit. Read it. Look at it. This is an, almost an, uh, about an hour ago. It says you got a call from that's that Mike Tyson. Uh. uh <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, you see it. No caller ID. And it does ID. say no caller ID. 
Yeah, that's fucking spooky. They know what I'm gonna say before it. I say it. It's because I pulled up the article right before we started recording. It's what it is. And yeah, we started recording yeah. at what 9:05. That's 9:23. Yeah, something like that. Dude, yeah. I'm. Ta- I didn't do it. It wasn't me, right? I'm perfectly. I'm perfectly like sane. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Um, I've also been kind of thinking about taking up. You know, the, uh, after the end of that episode, there, I've uh, I've been thinking about uh Minecraft actually lately. I've been. I don't know why, but I thought you were gonna say fishing. Nope. Nope. I uh, I, fishing's all right. I'm not good at it. I don't have the I don't have the fishing touch. Um, or the patience. I have patience for it. I will say I don't mind sitting out there for a while. I like sitting out outside. Um, but no, I've been thinking about Minecraft just on non. Like I've been cooking ideas for building shit, and for whatever reason, it won't let me install it on my PC. And like we've just, yeah, I've just been in the runaround for it for uh, quite a minute now. So I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, but. It is what it is. If I can't, say lovey. But what about you? What have you been thinking about, Colin? Uh, I've been thinking about... <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. I just farted. I don't think it picked up on mic, but it felt right. Uh, let's see. No. So there's this uh, like free documentary on YouTube that Sony made. They actually made two of them, but there's one in particular that I, I really enjoyed. Uh, we actually watched it together uh, earlier in the week. Raising Kratos, and it's about the making of yeah. the God of War yeah. from 2018. And I really like, uh, the other one that Sony made was for The Last of Us, and it was called Grounded. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it wasn't as interesting, I don't think, but I also think part of that is the development of the uh, God of War might have just been more interesting in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was a bit more stakes, I think. But uh, I want to see more like it. Um, I do like seeing some of that behind the scenes and what all went into it and maybe what some of the early iterations. Uh, and, and, you know, a lot of times you don't get to see the put a face to the the creation of something mm-hmm. like that, you know, where it's, it's not a movie where you see the actors and all that. Right. Right. It's a, it's a fully digitally realized mm-hmm. game. Uh, but I we talked about it. I would like to see them do something for like Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Like, because that was a banging game. Yeah, and it's from, like, Sucker Punch, which, you know, so it's a totally different game tonally from what they're usually making with, like, Infamous and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, so, yeah, I think that'd be interesting to see them come. Okay. And the fact that they went as far as putting in the... Um... Oh, my God, I just lost the, uh, the the director's name. But basically, the the famous, uh, like, Japanese, Japanese uh, samurai director, uh, like the mode, the visual modes mm-hmm. in, in, where you can play it in full Japanese with English subtitles and it's got the, the black and white and the film grain and the high wind, you know what I mean? Yeah, like... And so just that, that dedication to, like, the samurai culture. And yeah, I played it uh, twice like, and that was the film. second time when I played it I did, uh, it was, uh, had subtitles and it was, like, that old-timey Japanese film, which was very cool. If I just look up samurai... Kurosawa. I was like, I know that if I look up the phrase samurai director there's like the one Kurosawa. yeah yeah kurosawa films but uh and they also uh, had a big huge expansion update too that i haven't played yet yeah which i haven't played yeah, i'd like to i think i might buy it yeah like again that like the end of that game is just incredible mm-hmm. like that i mean the whole game is but yeah that that face off between the uncle is and you is oh yeah you mm-hmm. have no honor yeah. and you're a slave to it you are a slave to oh, it. Yeah, oh like, that oof. shit hits did you yeah. save him or did you kill him i killed him yes, that's so did i yeah because i mean it is that weird like because of the way that honor and all yeah. seen in their society it was obviously the better choice to kill him yeah that's so what he, he died wanted. honorably yeah yeah I don't know, man. I just, yeah, I, I, I like seeing some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm trying to also get into a little bit more nonfiction, and I think a good inroad for me on that would be nonfiction uh, about fiction that I'm passionate about. Sure. 
I mean, you got to think so. like The Last of Us is uh, it's fiction, but it's based off a real thing, the Cordyceps. Right. Yeah. Which I could go on forever about, but we're running a long episode. Yeah, we are. So we'll touch back Let's on that. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, speaking of, like, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah. You said your piece? Yeah, I said my piece. All right. Speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> so, yeah, we want to thank you guys so much for your attention, your support. Oh, of course. Uh, if, if you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a great review. Tell your friends about it. Uh, share us on social media. Uh, you know, you, 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 do you want to say it? I do. If you want to reach out to us on social media or just give no, us no, a... No, 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 The phrase that you've been wanting to say. Give us a great review. Shake that share booty. with your friends. No, no, no. <laughs> we also have a YouTube page now. Oh, make sure you smash that like button. Yeah. Subscribe. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. No, I don't think I'm going to yeah, say I that. No, I don't either. I, I don't think... Uh, I, I haven't really... I I made the YouTube channel like just out of a, on a whim. I don't know if anybody's even found the videos or watched them. Because, I mean, there's nothing to watch. It's just the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, not on the real. Well, we do have two subscribers, though. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Hold on. We'll do it live. Let's see who it is. It's probably me. Oh, shit. Someone named Mad Mason. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. We're in it. And then the other one. And then the other one is me. That's right. So. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Airhorn.wav. <laughs> you know? Let's see. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I got a little distracted there. Yeah, Chris, if people want to reach out with us, get in touch with us, give us some feedback. Yeah. Tell us to shorten the episodes up, lengthen them up. Right, yeah. Um, if you want, yeah, if you wanted to reach out to us on Instagram, our Instagram is Simply One Podcast. Our Twitter handle is whelmed underscore simply. And then, of course, our email is simplywhelmedmailbag at gmail.com, where you can definitely send in requests, anything you want to talk about on the Cryptid Corner. Uh, or, of course, definitely devote and sacrifice your body to our religion. It's not a cult. Um, it's a church. It is a church. So, yeah, I mean, definitely uh, reach out through there. Both uh, Pastor Colin and I uh, are definitely be going to be... Brother Colin. <laughs> brother Colin will be giving uh, <laughs> sermons, having mass. So Brother Colin, Brother Chris. Yeah, yeah it's not a, it's not not a, a criminal organization. It is a tax haven. Correct, correct. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, so next week, uh, we're going to be recapping Ms. Marvel uh, if... Twizzle Dick over here Whoa. gets around to watching uh, any of it. Listen, hold on, like let, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I said Twizzle Dick. Tell me some fucking slack. Mm, all right, I am trying to catch up on every like bunch of uh, people at work have just been riding my back about catching up on. <laughs> I mean, it's every day. It's every day. I'll clock in, and it's like I. If I get a cup of coffee or something, or if I'm fucking drinking my water as I'm coming in, like the first thing they say is, uh, how many episodes you watch of Clone Wars? Right? It was funny the you know first couple of days, but now it's just Do they like, listen to this show? Yes, they do. Do they listen to this show? They do. All right, then I want you motherfuckers to listen right up right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, Listen. I, I, I. Brother Colin. the schedule. <laughs> brother Colin. <laughs> just start doing very, ah, brother Colin. <laughs> No, I make the schedule on the podcast in tandem <laughs> with Christopher here. But no, fuck Brother it. Chris. That's right. That's right. And uh, Clone Wars ain't in the roster right now, babies. So uh, get off his dick. <laughs> no, but so I'm fucking getting I'm getting railed about Clone Wars and I'm fucking I finished up Barry. Um, and then, yeah, I'm tr Yeah, you did. Good job. Yeah, I did. I Proud did. Uh, and then fucking Miss Marvel. And then ultimately, I just want to watch the boys. That's what I want to do. So that's what I've been doing. I've been getting so much shit from you, everyone at work. Like, it's bullshit.
<laughs> All right, here's what you do. Here's what you do. All right, fuck them at work. All right, you focus on you and the podcast, okay? So you want to watch the boys, watch the boys, right? That's right. That's, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. But hold on, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> Don't run with it. It ain't, it ain't But you easy. also need to watch Ms. Marvel. You also need to watch Ms. Marvel. So what you do is watch an episode of the boys. Or no, no, no. you watch an episode of Ms. Marvel, and then you watch an episode of the boys. All right. That probably makes something like that happen. Because if you watch an episode of The Boys, you're not going to go watch Ms. Marvel. You're just going to keep watching The Boys. Uh, yeah, it is a very binge. binge. Like, I don't watch a single episode. I'll watch two or three. Yeah, so watch Ms. Marvel and then watch The Boys. Because also, this Wednesday, uh, Ms. Marvel wraps up on the day that this <laughs> I know, episode I out. know, I got so it. Then you can just, so then you can just plow through it, get it all out, and just, it's six episodes. And then you can watch the rest of The Boys. We'll have to talk about The Boys. We'll have to do an episode. Or maybe I'll just because oh, you have, yeah you haven't seen any of it I've, so yeah I've seen like f- four episodes maybe yeah um, to, I do want to give it another try because like it didn't bite me at first and but everybody else on the internet is like the boys I, like maybe I missed it maybe I, I need to try it again I like it a lot because it feels it feels very real in the sense of like uh, superheroes are happening it's a lot a lot about like corporate uh corruption yeah. with superheroes and it's like yeah it's fitting yeah that's it <laughs> this is America yeah, so rough schedule. <laughs> Rough schedule. Yeah, we're going to talk about Ms. Marvel next week. And then, actually, next Friday, uh, Nope comes out. So we'll we'll get to talk about that. Dude, then, I'm, uh, I'm itching for that movie. I'm so excited. I am, too. And I think we have a blank week. Oh, I gotta pee. So maybe that's an opportunity for us to talk to the boys or something. Oh, don't fucking talk. And then after that, and then after that, we, uh, are you leaving? No, I gotta pee. Let's wrap it up. Oh, all right. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Got, let's wrap it I up. I got the fucking extra large you sit next to, get to me. Checked? I fucking I drove the I drove to the theater, picked up a an extra large the drink. Yeah, fucking sixty eight ounce. Jesus Christ, it's more than a half gallon. Yeah, dude, that thank you everyone so much for listening. We'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. That's the end of the show, Chris. You have to get in there. Tell them bye. Go, deuce, deuce. I'm ready on you. Pop. A little higher. Pop. A little more. Was that good? <laughs> it didn't even come through. No, I didn't say anything. I didn't figure it did. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Simple Home <laughs> Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And today I'll be joined by my co-host, Colin. Colin, 